Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Woo podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the show. I am excited to continue our little series of covering all of the human design energy centers we have chatted about in the past few weeks. The root center, the solar plexus center, the spleen, and the sacral center. And I will put this in the show notes for you guys as well. I already did do an overview on the ego center or the heart center. I will link that below. It was a little over a year ago that I recorded that, but I am going to re-record one with updated information that I have for that center because it's one of the most fascinating centers. And it's the first one, if you have an open heart or ego center, it's the first one that is really important to decondition. I'll go over that list of decondition, like the hierarchy of deconditioning in a second. But I did want you to know that definitely go listen to that episode and please DM me on Instagram at you do woo if you have further questions about that center. Send it my way this week if you're able to, if you're listening to this in real time. Send me a DM this week if you have any questions about that because I might be recording that episode in the next few days. And I want to make sure I get y'all's questions answered and touch on anything that you want to chat about as far as the ego or heart center goes. Today, though, we are going to talk about the G center or the identity center. And that is the very middle diamond in the center of your chart. It will either be white or yellow. And it's the only one that has the shape of a square on its side or like a diamond. And it is really important because it's number three on the hierarchy list. So if you're able to take notes, you might pause here real quick and grab a journal and a pen because you're going to want to write this down as far as the list of hierarchy of deconditioning. So any of these are undefined, they're open they can really interfere with our ability to allow true energy flow to guide you. So first is the heart or ego center where it's willpower and motivation. If that is open, you really got to work on deconditioning that. And I will put that old episode in the show notes below and expect a new episode to be coming soon. Number two is the solar plexus, your emotional center. Third most important is the G-Center, which we're going to be talking about today. Then number four is the Spleen. Number five is the Ajna Center, which we have not discussed yet. Number six is the Head Center or the Crown. Number seven is the Root, which we did already discuss. Number eight is the Sacral Center, which we did already discuss. And number nine is the Throat Center or Manifestation Center, which is going to be coming soon. So wanted to give you guys that list to jot down 
so that you can start working on whatever the open centers are that you have. That is the hierarchical list of where to start with deconditioning. And, you know, if you have an open heart or ego center, that might take months of deconditioning. So just focus on one at a time until you get it good and cleaned up and unblocked and then move on to the next one. Okay, so today we are going to talk about the G-Center. The G-Center is also called the Identity Center. It governs the liver. So actually taking some time off of alcohol can really be good for you if you're planning on doing that soon or maybe for the month of January. I will put some resources in the show notes below. I have a defined G-Center, and I'm going to get into what that looks like, the yellow defined G-Center or the open white G-Center and what that looks like for each. But for me, there was a big deal with that. I took a little over a year off of any alcohol at all. And it was a huge up-leveling for me in my G-Center. And I'll talk about that in a second. So I'm going to link in the show notes below a few of those episodes that I did about my relationship with alcohol and what that looked like being in that year off of alcohol. And I'm probably going to do a new episode on this soon, just about what things I put in place for reintroducing it, some hardships I've had with that, There's been times where I'm like, okay, drinking just, it takes my magic away. Even if I just have one drink, it's interesting. And there's a lot of nuances in there. And there's a lot of stuff that I still have to do some unpacking as far as creating rules for myself and freedom and whatever. I do feel like there's going to be at some point in my life where I'm just like, I don't drink. Like I just don't drink at all. And for some reason, like as my current self, I don't like creating rules around anything currently right now and just letting myself have a lot of freedom and also being really intentional when I do drink. There's been a few times where I have not been intentional and it's not great. It's so weird how your body metabolizes it differently when you're drinking from joy or celebration versus to numb (laughs) or de-stress or something. So anyways, I'm going to put the links in the show notes to my episodes about what that was like taking a break and not that you need to take a whole year off like I did, maybe just 10 days, you know, or a month or something like that. But I also will drop one of my good friends, Krista doesn't drink at all. And she sort of talks about her journey with that. And she's not very, you know, like, it's not like, oh, if you drink, you're a bad person or judgmental or anything. She's done it for a lot of spiritual reasons. And her episode about that is really cool. So I'll drop that below as well. But you might consider just in support of deconditioning the center, whether you have it open or defined, you might consider planning an alcohol break at some point soon, at least 10 days, because that's how long it actually takes alcohol to totally get out of your system. DM me at you do if you have questions about that, because it's a little bit crazy. I never knew that. I was like, oh, maybe like 24 hours. No, it's 10 days. Isn't that nuts? If you have any little bit of depression or anxiety or whatever, taking 10 or more days off of alcohol can greatly up-level you to get sort of to a clearer place to be able to figure out what you need to do to get out of that depression or anxiety and or to have like just clearer, more magical business ideas and up-leveling just personally and all that. It's honestly crazy. Also supporting your liver with some kind of herb. 
I know that dandelion root is really good. I can come up with a list of other ones as well, but I love the dandy blend. I also use this broth type thing called earth broth. It's vegan. That's really grounding and good. And it's great for the root center and for the G center. So just some things on that real quick before I jump into what it looks like to have defined or undefined. So the G-Center is all about sense of self, sense of direction, and love. If you have a defined G-Center, you have a very strong sense of who you are. If you have an undefined G-Center, you're a little bit more of a chameleon, which is totally okay and much more adaptable to your environment and susceptible to your environment. I'll get into that in a second. So with a defined G-Center, it means that you have a very strong sense of who you are and where you're going in life. You aren't as affected by your environment as people with an open G-Center, but your environment still affects you. Like the whole idea of like, you are the top five people that you spend the most time with is applicable to anyone. It's just way more potent if you have an open G-Center. So I have a defined G-Center. So really for me, this looked like making sure I had pure, unconditional self-love for myself to clean up and unblock this center. I'm not 100% there yet, but taking a year off of alcohol definitely helped me up-level a bit, like 90%, (laughs) and really accept myself. So if you feel like you're ever like too much or too something for other people, this might be where you need to do some work and figuring out like if you feel like others can love you for who you are without you changing anything about you. My energy about myself, my self-love, acceptance of myself really affects people who have open G-centers. My husband and my daughter both have open G-centers. So they'll like mirror this back to me if I'm not really truly loving myself and accepting myself and knowing who I am and not being willing to change for people. There's a difference between confidence and then like self-trust and deep, deep, deep self-knowing, you know? So this is so important for people with a defined G-center. For people with a defined G-center like me, also their environment Everybody's environment matters, but I'm less susceptible to it. So like I don't have to have a super clean or organized or tidy workspace to actually really get in the flow and get work done. But people like my husband who has an open G-Center, like he has to go on like a cleaning rampage before he can even like think clearly. So if you do have an open center, know that that's like not a waste of time for you to take time to clean or make things aesthetically pleasing or beautiful to you before you start diving into work. For us to find G-senders, that's not as important. Although subconsciously clutter can like affect everybody. It's just we're a little less sensitive to it. 
Okay, so that's all of the qualities of someone with a defined G-center. If you have an open or undefined G-center, you may question your purpose and like next steps and direction quite a bit. And it might take you a little bit longer to sort of ease into what those things are. Not that you don't have those. They're just not super intense and defined and potent for you internally. You're truly a chameleon and there's beauty in that. Don't ever try to be something that doesn't feel authentic, but it is very okay and normal for you to like try on different personas and ways of being and ways of moving through the world and like playing around with that and having fun with that almost like you're an actor. Let me know if you have questions about that because it is very nuanced and it's interesting and it's not as easy for me to like feel into that because I have a defined G-Center, but I have some really good role models for you if you do have an open G-Center and, and just reach out on DM and I can help you with that. Like I said before, you are the top five people you spend the most time with. For somebody with an open G-Center environment is so important. If your environment is incorrect, if the people you're around are incorrect for you, this will impact everything in your life. This will impact your sense of identity, what you're able to achieve, and just how you feel. Honestly, it's going to really screw up your liver <laughs> not being around the right people and in the right environment. So with this, people who have an open G-Center, like being a part of groups that meet up once or twice a week, like a mastermind or a membership or, or accountability group or something like that, is so important for you to do up-leveling so long as the group is correct for you. So to give you an example, I have had a few women join my mastermind who came from other masterminds that were 100% business focused and like in masculine energy, which there's nothing wrong with being business focused and in masculine energy. I mean, more days than not, that's where my head is. And that's how I do coaching. But I also have a really good balance of feminine energy and energetics and receiving mode and all of that kind of stuff. So inside my mastermind, the new paradigm mastermind, we do a very healthy blend of feminine and masculine. And I get a lot of people coming to my mastermind from other masterminds that are purely masculine energy. It doesn't matter if there's men or women in there at all. Masculine energy can be something that women take on too and, and correct for people in the correct timing. But when you're doing that 100% of the time, that can be really bad for somebody with, with an open G-Center. And so many of them are so much happier being in New Paradigm Mastermind where we really focus on that balance. And even when somebody's being too much in their feminine, I'll call them out and be like, you got to do some masculine action that feels correct. And we got to like blend that in a little bit. But I definitely call out, <laughs> call out people when they're having too much masculine energy. And that's one thing I love too like about a group like that, and maybe not all of them are like that, but we're very much like that where it's not, and I'm going to get into group think in another episode that's coming soon, but we very much don't do the group think thing. It's like challenging each other with certain things and being like, well, I don't know. I don't agree with that. I feel like this. And it's not that we just sit and debate all the time, but we all do bring our different points of view and histories with how things have gone and all of that kind of stuff. It's not just like, this is what we believe. There's no questioning. Da, 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 da. So I love that too, where we really sort of call each other out on some of that stuff. It's a positive thing in a loving kind way. So anyways, if you have an open G-Center, really, really pay attention to how a place makes you feel, a restaurant, a work environment, your home, 
a group container that you're part of. This is one of the centers that holds a huge amount of conditioning. And if so, if something doesn't feel right, you need to change your environment and or the people that you're around. You are very much a mirror to the people with defined G centers. So just know like if you're feeling weird stuff going on as far as your identity and sense of purpose and whatever, and you have an open G center, it's it's coming from people with defined G centers. So it's so important to surround yourself with the right people and the right places. That is all I have for you for the G center episode. I will link all of the different resources below. I appreciate you listening. I hope that this was super valuable and I thank you for, I freaking love it when y'all screenshot that you've listened to the episode and then you post it on your stories and tag me. If you feel like tagging the link to the episode just so people can click it and find it easier, please do. I don't do like currently, I don't do ads or anything like that or growth services for my podcast. So the way that we have had all of our growth over the past two and a half years is just organic sharing and word of mouth and all of that. So I rely on you guys for that. And I so appreciate it when you share this show with your friends and family. Thank you. See you next week. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at you do woo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.